Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. I thought on this Easter Sunday, um, I would introduce you to this is little Herbie, and uh, he's he's say hello Herbie, say hello to everybody. He's um, my little grandson, and um, the thing about Herbie is that how old are you, Herbie? You you're born in December, weren't you? So so Herbie was born in December, and he's about four months old now. Thank you, Mikey. So he's about four months old. And um, Herbie is uh, he's such a sweet little thing. He's such a sweet baby. But you know what? He can't walk. And so everywhere that you go with Herbie, he needs to be carried. He needs somebody stronger than him to, har- to carry him. He can't go anywhere by himself. In fact, if Herbie was left to his own devices, he probably wouldn't even survive if he wasn't being carried. If he wasn't carried um, in a pushchair or in in a cot or um, in his mum and dad's arms or by people, he needs to be carried. He hasn't, he hasn't, you haven't got, you can't walk yet, can you, Herbie? No, he needs to be carried. And so, the other thing about Herbie is this, right? He is actually quite heavy. <laughs> I hate to say that, Herbie. Is that all right to say? Well, um, he, he actually, for, for four months, he is quite a, a weight, really. And so, you know, if you are carrying Herbie, it is just maybe for a little while, okay? Because he, um, he is quite heavy. So I think what I'm going to do is give him back to his daddy. So uh, he'd be quite happy here, wouldn't he? I could just do the whole sermon, <laughs> the whole preach with him. But thank you, Herbie. Let's give him a clap, shall we? So the thing that we're looking at today is how Jesus carried, how he carried us. And uh, I'm going to read from Mark, uh, the, resurrection, uh, the resurrection story. It says this, Mark 16. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so they could embalm him. Very early on Sunday morning, as the sun rose, they went to the tomb They worried out loud to each other. Who will roll back the stone from the tomb from us? And when they looked up, they saw that it had been rolled back. It was a huge stone, and they walked right in. There was a young man sitting on the right side, dressed all in white, and they were completely taken aback, astonished. He said, don't be afraid. I know you're looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, the one they nailed on the cross. He's been raised up. He's no longer here. You can see for yourselves that the place is empty. Now on your way, tell his disciples and Peter that he's going on ahead of you to Galilee. You'll see him there exactly as he said. 
They got out as fast as they could, beside themselves, their heads swimming, stunning. Stunned, they said nothing to anyone. Now, there's lots of different um, stories and accounts of the resurrection in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. That one, Mark, is the it's the shortest one. It's also the one that has the most kind of like, it talks about how nobody believed afterwards as well. Like the disciples couldn't quite get their heads around what was happening. Whereas the other gospels talk about how, uh, you know, Peter ran and, and John ran and they found uh, that Jesus was alive. And so um, we have these different accounts of Jesus coming back to life and being raised back to life. I absolutely love Easter. I love it. I loved it this morning when I woke up and I thought, it's Easter. Thank you, Jesus. I, I just, there's something in me right from a very young little girl that has always, always thought, this is the most amazing time of the year. I just think it's incredible to think about how Jesus died and rose again. And then when I think about it, you know, the whole of what Jesus does, the whole of what God does all the time is resurrection. It's what he's all about. He's about resurrection. Think about the plants uh, that, are, you know, that look like they're dead in the soil. What happens to them? They come alive, don't they? The whole of nature screams resurrection to us. It screams about dead things coming back to life. Bulbs that look dead and seeds that look lifeless bring such life and we see it everywhere we go. And then I think about the people that have actually, there are some people that have been actually resurrected, brought back to life. Um, I, you, we hear some of those stories. We hear about resurrection. But maybe some of the things that really need resurrecting, or all those people that have died will be resurrected anyway in heaven. But we also hear about how the, the dead things in us, the things that we find dying in us, maybe because of grief, maybe because we've lost somebody, maybe because we've lost a dream. God is always, always working at bringing those things back to life. Sometimes it's us that needs resurrecting when somebody's died. It's us that needs life breathed back into us when somebody's died. And that's what Jesus does all the time. He brings resurrection life. He brings resurrection life to our dreams that have died. He brings resurrection life to purpose and to things that we think have gone in our lives. He brings those things back to life. And I feel so grateful. And when I wake up in the morning, on Easter morning, I think, thank you so much, Jesus. And you know, there was the most amazing thing that happened last night to us, to Tim and I. We went to, um, we went to Wagamama's. We went out to Chichester. We thought we were late and we hadn't eaten. So we went to Wagamama's, right? We had in Wagamama's, I really like the tea-stained tea eggs. Does anyone else have one of them? They're ever so nice. And uh, I had chicken, uh, ramen, and, and uh, we had a lovely time. Anyway, at the end of our meal, we asked, this I can't believe this has happened. I just can't believe it. But at the end of our meal, we said to the lady, can, we, can you give us a table number so we can pay? And the manager, the lady said, oh, you're not paying today. We're paying, for, uh, it's on the house. It's completely on the house. And she said, you've been absolutely brilliant. We hadn't been brilliant. We've just been normal. But um, they, they, they said, you've been absolutely brilliant and we are going to pay for you. Anyway, off went the lady. Tim and I sat there. We were like... 
oh, this is, oh, this is a joke, isn't it? We said, this is ridiculous. What? This does, what? What? And, and Tim went, Tim said to me, you know, some people would have fallen for this, Becca. And, you know, some people would have walked out by now and not paid. And I was like, yeah, some people would have, wouldn't we? So it sat there, sat there and sat there. Anyway, up came the lady, another lady. And she gave us a receipt. She put it on the thing. She said, how would you like to pay? We were like, by this point, thinking, see, I don't know what that lady was talking about, coming up and offering it for us for free. What was she talking about? Anyway, she put the receipt down on the thing. And she said, would you like to pay by card or cash? And we said, by card, please. And she walked off. We were sitting there. And Tim said, look at the bill. And the bill said, goodwill, goodwill, goodwill. How much are you going to pay? Nothing. And we were like, we can't. You don't, this doesn't happen. What, this doesn't happen in what, what, what's going on? I mean, what, what do we do? What do we do? We were absolutely flabbergasted. So we got up and we went up to the lady at the back and we said, <laughs> she, had, she had purple hair, didn't she? And she, we said to her, we haven't, we, you haven't charged? No, she said, no, I'm not charging you. We've absolutely loved having you. It's free. Go. We couldn't believe it. We walked out of that Wagamama's. We could not believe what had happened. We just, we were flabbergasted. We, and, and there was a smile that occurs on your face when you get something that you didn't deserve in any way. Somebody paid for you. And that's what Easter Day feels like for me. Somebody paid the price for me. Somebody gave something that I didn't ever deserve, that I couldn't have ever earned with everything that I could ever give in my life. And he gave me life. And there's something that makes me smile and something that makes me alive because of the truth of that, that he gave it all. He paid the price. He bought the meal for me. So thank you so much, Jesus. So we've got in this passage of Mark, we've got these ladies. Now they, they were worried as they were going down to the tomb, wondering how on earth were they going to roll the stone away? What were they going to do? How were they going to do it? They didn't, they didn't have the capacity to carry the weight of that stone. All they knew is that they wanted to bring Jesus, anoint his body with herbs and spices. They didn't know how to do it. They ran to the tomb and the tomb, the stone was rolled away. The weight had been taken. The weight that had been in front of that tomb had been taken. It had been pushed away. The weight had been carried by somebody else. They needn't have even worried. And they went into that tomb. They saw that Jesus wasn't there. And they were told that Jesus was alive. One of my favorite ever passages in the Bible is Isaiah 46, 3. It says, I've been carrying you on my back from the day you were born. And I'll keep on carrying you when you're old. And I'll be there bearing you when you're old and grey. I've done it and I will keep doing it, carrying you on my back, saving you. That's what Jesus does for us. He carries us on his back. When we, uh, when we don't know how to be carried, when we don't know how to get to a place, 
That's what he does. He takes us and he carries us. When Tim was ill the other day, he decided to go online and find a carrier for, uh, to put Wonder in, it was. And uh, so he, he looks online and he finds this carrier and he goes and buys this carrier. And I say, what are you buying this carrier for, Tim? You're not even the f- f- parent. <laughs> and uh, so he buys this carrier and it's like one that you can, it's strong so that you can take the weight on your back and you can go to places maybe in the country that we wouldn't be able to go to normally because you'd have to have a push chair. And uh, so he bought this carrier and we've gone for walks. We've gone to places that we wouldn't be able to go to because of the carrier. When we are carried by God, we can go to places that we wouldn't have been able to go to on our own. We, couldn't, we didn't have the strength. We didn't have the ability. But he carries us and he takes us to those places. If you're sitting here wondering how you're ever going to get to that place, know that God carries you today. And then the other day, I also went to the beach and Wanda was, I get, we got Wanda her first Mr. Whippy with sprinkles on it. Don't you love Mr. Whippy? They're great, aren't they? So she had a Mr. Whippy and she would not let go of it. She didn't all the ice cream, but she held, held on to the ice cream cone. She would not let go of it. She went down onto the beach and she started picking up stones and pebbles. And she picked up these stones and picked up these pebbles and she was dropping everything, dropping it all on the floor, but she wouldn't let go of it. She didn't want to let go. She wanted to do it all by herself. She wanted to hold on to everything. She, even though it was heavy and awkward, she wanted to hold on to it. And then we had to climb up a big uh, like hill of stones. And she just couldn't carry those stones up the hill of stones. So picked her up, scooped her up, and took her up that hill of stones. You know, sometimes we hold on to things. We carry things that we don't need to carry. We hold on to things that are heavy on us. Sometimes I say to God, oh God, I feel so heavy right now today. And God says to me, well, what are you carrying? And I'll say, well, I'm carrying this, this and this. I feel responsible for this. I feel responsible for this. And God says to me, well, I didn't ask you to carry those things. I'm not asking you to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders just asking you to trust me. I'm just asking you to give those things to me. I'm not asking you to carry everything. And that's such a revelation that I live with every day. We don't have to carry absolutely everything. Don't you think it's really interesting? I was thinking about what, what do I carry? Sometimes I'll carry responsibility or I'll carry fear sometimes. Don't you think it's interesting that fear is fear isn't something out there. Fear is something that we, in, in us, isn't it? It's, it doesn't come alive unless we carry it. It's not like an entity. It's not like something you can buy at the shops, fear. It's not out there. It only occurs if we carry it. it only, fear only exists if you carry it. If you hold it, if you feel it, if you have the emotion of it, it doesn't exist out there. Joy, same thing. You can't go and buy, go to the shops and joy isn't out here. Joy's in here, isn't it? Joy's something that we carry. It's, it's something that's in us rather than out here that we, that we grasp hold of. So what are we carrying in our lives? What do we carry? Do we carry fear? If we do carry fear, then God says, do you know what the good news is today? 
you can lay it down. You can let it go. What, what about the responsibility or the, or the guilt that you feel? The guilt that you feel about maybe things that have happened years and years ago. God says, do you know what? You don't have to carry that anymore. What about the shame that we feel sometimes for the things that we've done and said that are wrong? And God says today, do you know what? My resurrection means that you don't have to carry any of that anymore. You don't have to carry the things that are heavy on you. You don't have to carry them anymore. Don't you think that's a good news? It's good news. It's good news for all of us. It's not, it doesn't mean some of us have to carry it. You know, sometimes I talk to people, they are fearless or they have a fearlessness about them. Do you think they, they've just chosen not to carry fear in their lives? You know, what, what, are we carriers of joy? Are we carriers of peace? Are we carriers of the presence of God? Is that what we carry in our lives or do we carry other things that we maybe don't even have to. Let's think about what we carry and know who carries us. Matthew 11 says, I won't lay anything ill-fitting or heavy on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. Who would like to learn to live freely and lightly? I would. I would like to learn to live freely and lightly because I, I think that it is a brilliant place to live in. Okay, right, we're going to band. Can you come on up? So the good news today is that when Jesus rose again, that resurrection power means that we can be carried, means that we can be carried to places maybe that we didn't ever anticipate going. And it also means that we can let go of the things that we have carried that have been heavy, that have been difficult, and that have been awkward for us. Both of those things are good news on this Easter Sunday. Both of them are life-changing things on this Easter Sunday. I have got some stones right here at um, in baskets. I'll come and bring them. Well, maybe you can come and collect them here. But um, I would really love us to respond in the next uh, five minutes. And if there is something that you are carrying, then um, we get, I've got some rocks and you can come and place them at the, at the foot of the cross, physically place them at the foot of the cross. So let's close our eyes, everybody. Boys and girls, you can do this too, okay? This isn't just for all of the adults here. This is for you too, because I know that sometimes you feel frightened. And I know sometimes you have things that you feel are heavy. And so if you want to come and pick up a stone, you can as well. It's not just for everybody else. It's for you as well. So let's just close our eyes and just say, God, what are you saying to me today? Is there anything that I am hanging on to that is weighing heavy on, my, on me? And just ask him to tell you what those things are. Anything that you're carrying that you feel is heavy.